0: Welcome back to the Traveling Black Women podcast. It's your host, Nadine, and I have an amazing season two lined up for you. Now, this season, we're really going to be talking about the depths of travel. We're going to talk a little bit about self-love through travel, a little bit about travel etiquette. We're going to talk about traveling through the African diaspora. We're going to have some deep conversations, y'all. So make sure you're tuning in, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you use. So without further ado, let's start with our very first episode. to season 2 of the Traveling Black Women podcast. Now, I have a very, very special guest who is kicking off our season to talk to us about self-love through travel. Today we have Miss Isha Herbert Davis. She is the Carnivalista in Chief of the Carnivalista Lifestyle, a travel consultant for professional black women who take care of everyone else and want to put themselves first in spite of society telling them that they should be at the bottom of their list. (laughs) She is also an international best-selling author, a mompreneur with a busy six-year-old, and a multiple six-figure business owner. She is dope, y'all. And she's from Trinidad. So I I had to throw that out there. (laughs) (laughs) So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Miss. Isha
1: Herbert David. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Nadine. And of course, had to slide in, and she should turn (laughs) the head, yo. I love it. Well, I am so happy to be here and thank you so much for having me to talk about three ways to experience self-love through travel. It's definitely one of the topics that is near and dear to my own heart um, because it definitely speaks to my journey over the years as a young professional Black woman and navigating relationships and career and self-love and one of the ways that I was able to get back to self love was through travel, so I'm really, really excited to talk about this topic today nice.
0: and I'm excited <laughs> to talk about that track that topic like travel is really the thing that over the last few years has just opened everyone's eyes to like there is a whole reality outside of the reality that I originally envisioned for myself there are children who are talking about, I want to grow up and travel the world. Like that wasn't a conversation when I was little. It was like, I want to go to Paris because you heard about the Eiffel tower and that was like a cutesy teenage theme. But outside of that, we didn't know how powerful travel could be. I just love that we're just now starting to to find this out. And it's like, oh man, look at how much more I could be doing. What, what life could be like and all of that great stuff. So. Talk about it. Tell us about it.
1: Agreed. A hundred percent. It definitely was not a part of the conversation when I was growing up, you know, um, travel was, uh, you know, growing up as a teenager was kind of like to go see family, you know, and, and, you know, you'd be um, buck up in a one bedroom (laughs) apartment with like 20 of you sleeping, people in the bathtub. That's the kind of travel that I grew up with. Okay. (laughs) You know how we Caribbean folk do. (laughs) (laughs) All All the cousins, all of them, all of them. Right. So that is the kind of travel that I grew up with. So as a young adult um, coming into travel in a different way and realizing that it can feed your soul, it can, you know, uh, kick off your self-love yeah. journey, you know, that was definitely not something I had the language for, nor did I have experience of travel in that way until I was a young yeah. adult, you know? So it, it is an important conversation. It is. Yes.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, it really is. Because a lot of times just as Black women, we just get so trapped in the day-to-day the routine, you know, the things that we have to do, the things that someone else is telling us that we have to do, you know, are we measuring up? Are You know, there's all these questions that are just like, but it, it never gets to the core of who you are, right? And who you want to be. It's mm-hmm. always about like, what are the expectations that are laid out that I'm following or not following?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that actually segues really nicely into the first way, <laughs> which is good. Because the first way that you can really start to experience self love through travel is by allowing it to disrupt your routine. And as you were saying, you know, we um, kind of give in to those expectations and our routine and what we are supposed to do, you know, and that whenever I talk about those kind of topics, it brings me back to me when I was in my twenties and you know, what was happening? A, I was not in a good place emotionally. (laughs) I'll start off by saying that. Um, And in addition to all of that, all of everything that was present in my life at the time was not um, showing me that I love myself. Like I was working a job that I didn't really like, you know, it paid the bills. I was making more money than I'd ever made before, um, making more money than my parents were making, you know, and, and you kind of get to that place financially and you're like, okay, well, this is a good job. That's what you've pretty much been conditioned to, especially as uh, you know, young Caribbean black women, right. We're conditioned to get the yeah. good job. Right. So had a good job, wasn't happy at all with it. I was in a relationship that was pretty much a dead-end relationship. You know, we were dating for quite some time um, and we're in this comfortable kind of routine. It's not that he was a bad person or I was a bad person. It just wasn't really exciting to me. It just wasn't really filling my cup in that yeah. sense from an emotional perspective. Yeah. Um, I had people in my life like my friends who were um, very negative, you know, did not share my passion for life in the same way that I did. Um were part of the 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 talks when we got together for our you know girl brunches or lunches or whatever or just wine party you know whatever you know you get together with your girls right. and you're chilling whatever the talk was just very limiting Damn. There were just limits in the talk. Like, oh, my gosh, there's no good men out there. Oh, you know, you can't make any more money. Oh, girl, we all broke. You know, like that's just the negative talk. Right. And I know there's many of you who are listening. You're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> that's what's happening in my life, too. But it's a part of our routine. It's a part of what we are accustomed to, you know, the people in our circle, that's the life that they live as well. So it's not like we have an example to look out and be like, oh, maybe this could be different, you know. So travel for me was that disruption of the routine. And it really started out as my annual escape. And now I'm, I'm solely talking about Trinidad Carnival, right? So when I started going to Trinidad Carnival, now this is back in 1998. So this is a long time oh ago. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it was a long time ago. It really was. Um, it started out as an escape, you know, just an escape from that life you know, from negativity or from whatever I was going through in my, whatever drama was going on in my relationship from work. You know, it really started out as an escape. But as I began to continue traveling, you know, to go to Trinidad Carnival every year, what. I came to realize was it disrupted my routine and I saw something different. Every Trinidad carnival trip, I saw something different, whether it was coming back to my real life and being like, what is really going on with this relationship? Like, for real, for real. Like, why, why are we fighting all the time or why are my needs not being met You know, why do I not feel as happy as I feel when I am traveling? You know, so it's kind of like the slow recognition through the disruption of the routine and then making the decisions to make changes and do it. Right. Um, And that's really the first way, you know, travel disrupts your routine. And that for me, if your routine is not serving you in the best way, that disruption of routine on its own is self-love because you are breaking the cycle and it's up to you to recognize that you're breaking the cycle. And secondly, try to make changes to do something different, you know? So that's for me, self-love disrupting the routine is just self-love. Yeah. I
0: love that. (laughs) I love that because you know what, one of the things that really stood out to me in what you were saying is being in that relationship and feeling like this is it, right? You're, you're having talks with your girlfriends and it's just like, yeah, this is, this is what life is. Like there's this, uncomfortable acceptance of the bare minimum. And you have that opportunity to step out of that and have this amazing like just, you know, and and we talk about Carnival being this freeing experience, but just to have this complete freeing experience and realize, no, I can feel something else. I can feel more like there is more. Like that's powerful. And I don't think people really recognize what that is, if they just... It, I mean, it, it's just something that you have to experience. Like, I always push solo travel because I feel like that was solo travel for me, like, that moment of being like, mm-hmm. I can experience more. Like, I can feel what, I, what it is I really want to feel. So now how do I replicate that in my real life, right?
1: And Absolutely.
0: Like, oh, my goodness. Like, the, the fact that you won't be able to really see it until you see it is... I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it's
1: deep. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is. No, it really is. You know, they always say um, there's this whole thing about representation, yeah. you know, and seeing yourself reflected, you know, whether it's, it's on TV or social media or whatever in a different situation than where you are in. And that's where I was in my 20s. I didn't have anyone around me who looked like me who was doing something okay. different. Who was doing something positive Like I didn't have any entrepreneurs around me I didn't have, you know Everyone kind of worked a job Um, I was around single black women All of us were single I I wasn't single at the time But I wasn't in a relationship where I was happy either You know what I mean So there's, there's something to be said about that Even as adults I know we think of representation as something for Little black girls and little black boys But there's something about representation Even for us as adults And as young adults Especially when we're just kind of getting started in the real world you know if you don't have that example if you don't have that person that you can look at and say hmm they're doing something different and that looks nothing like my reality right now i want right right then it's really, really, really difficult to break out of that routine. Yeah. It really is because you just don't have the example. So as you were saying, you can't see what you can't yeah. see. You literally can't see it because it's not in yeah. front of you. It right? does
0: it, it literally <laughs> does not exist to you at all. You know? Exactly. Oh, man.
1: Exactly. That's a good one. That's a
0: really good one. So disrupting your routine. Okay.
1: All right. So that's the first one. (laughs) So the second way to experience self-love through travel is by indulging Mm. yourself. And this is one of my favorite favorite ones of course <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what i i found you know in the pattern at looking at my travel and you know as i got older looking at the patterns of travel of people around me and then eventually my clients you know when you travel you allow yourself to do things that you wouldn't do in mm. real life you know you sleep more yeah that's that's a big one you sleep <laughs> more okay you eat the dessert You indulge in a nice meal or two or three. You essentially live your best life when you're on vacation. So why don't we live our best lives in our real lives, right? That piece about indulging yourself is definitely something that I absolutely love about travel. And it's all about showing yourself self-love through indulgence. And I think part of it is because self-denial is such a part of our culture. We, you know are rewarded or we feel virtuous when we deny ourselves a dessert or when we say, Oh, I'm surviving on three hours of sleep today. You know, that's, those are seen as badges of honor and they're seen as things that we should feel good about. Right. Um, so the whole self-denial piece when we get back home after we're done traveling and we've had more sleep and we're feeling rested mm-hmm. and we we're like we ate all the food that we wanted to eat, you know, we get back home, we go back to that routine again of self-denial. You know, so we go back to the four hours of sleep. We go back to the eat having a crappy diet, you know, our bodies feeling unnourished, our souls feeling unnourished, you know, not um, treating ourselves, even if it's small indulgences, not treating ourselves to nice things and really denying our best life once we get back to real life, which is crazy, yeah. right? It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. So through travel, I realized that I didn't have to deny myself. Why would I do right, that? Right. Why am I doing this, right? Why Why should I wait until I travel to do nice things for myself, to feed my body properly, to get good sleep, Why would I deny myself all of those things in my regular life? Because if I implemented it into my regular life, I could do so much more. I could have, like, imagine, think about it this way. You know, Americans on the whole are sleep deprived. Imagine, we do so much on so little sleep. Imagine if we all got a good night's rest, you know, our, all of our needs were met. Our bodies were nourished. We were exercising, you know, and we are literally living our best lives every single day. How much more good could we do in That's the a world? Great point. And not, and it's not about piling on the work, but it's about doing things that nourish our soul and really in in through that process nourishes other people as right. well. Right. Right? Like imagine what we could do if we were all whole, feeling like we were whole and rested and all of these really great things, right? Like we could do so much. We could do so much. And,
0: it, and it's still <laughs> interesting because at the same time you're you're like, when you when you know that you don't have sleep and you haven't nourished your body and you have all of these things that you just need, you know, your attitude sucks. Right. Like even if you're trying on the surface to keep it together, you know, that ultimately mm-hmm. your attitude sucks. Like you, you're you irritable. You don't Absolutely. feel like your best. You just feel like Ugh. if I'm feeling cruddy for whatever reason, I can pull out one of those characteristics from my last vacation and just do it. These little things that you don't think about, like if I do it on vacation and it makes me feel good, how can I slip a little piece out here and there in my real life to make me feel good? Like leaving my job, becoming an independent contractor and all of that was a part of that. Like during the pandemic, teaching from home, I went to Mexico for three weeks and continued mm-hmm. to work. And I was just like, I like this feeling. I like getting up in the morning, handling my business, you know, I have my classes in the morning. And in the afternoon, I'm at the beach, i um, eating a taco. <laughs> I'm, I am living my best life. Like, I am in the moment. And then after three weeks, I went back home and, you know, was back into the routine. But it was, when I got back into the routine, I realized I don't have to be in this box and still work. I want to work from home mm-hmm. now, like forever, <laughs> like for exactly. After, and exactly. That, is exactly what I, like, I, that was my last year. I was just like, this feels good. I can handle my business, do my work, but I can still enjoy my life. Like that gave me the best work life balance that I could have imagined for myself. Because I'm always talking about work life yes. balance being important, but like we said with the last one, you don't really know what you haven't experienced until you haven't experienced it. And once I experience the magnitude of having a work-life balance where I'm teaching U.S. history in the morning and I'm on the beach in the afternoon, oh, we're making this happen! We're making this happen right? forever.
1: <laughs> Best balance <laughs> yes, ever, right? Yes. Best I'm balance ever, yes. My
0: hand, you know, if I'm in, <laughs> if I was just regularly at home, I'd probably be eating one of those like you know little frozen peanut butter and jelly things, like. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. but now, you know, it's just it's like, okay, this this, this is the life I want for myself. This is what I'm about to do. (laughs) So, we're gonna change some things around. We're gonna get this independent contractor thing going. We're gonna, you know, and two years later, I am still here.
1: (laughs) Here you are, exactly. And for me, it was a very similar trajectory to Nadine, you know, uh, starting up my business, Events by Ashe. Um, part time first while I was working full time. So I was part time for three years, about three years, and then, um, went to full time. Right. So similar trajectory, yeah. too. And then it was like, well, I'm working part time. I really like this working from home thing. I don't got to talk right. to nobody. You know, there's no water cooler for me right. to be around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this, this yeah. is good. How can we do this some more, you know, and then crunching the numbers like, OK, so we did this. And let's say the business did this. Could I really let go of my full time job or could I go to a consultant uh-huh. model? where I was doing part-time hours, you know, and that's how everything kind of petered out over time. And eventually I became full-time in my business, but you're right. It was following that good feeling, following what started out as an indulgence because really, Back then working from home like 2012, even 2012, even 2015, working from home was like an indulgence, right? It, it was like you work from home, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. You know, it and was no an one ever really thought about it. It was like, oh wow, that's
0: cool. And, and that was kind of the end of it, you know? Yep.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So again, it was following that good feeling and you know, travel gives us that window, right, yeah. into seeing, okay, this, I like this, this was an indulgence when I was traveling. So how can I bring that back home? And for me, there was definitely the work from home factor. Yes, for sure. But it translated into other parts of my life that I didn't really expect. Like I was like, so why do I have such a good night's sleep at hotels? You know? And then I was like, is this something to do with the bedding? Right. Mm. Is the bedding really nice? And I was like, Oh, there's pillow tops. What is (laughs) this? You know, (laughs) I got a pillow top for my bed, got some new pillows. I was like, Oh, this is
0: great. Yes. Like,
1: this is what they do in hotels. <laughs> okay, so now I can sleep better at home. Yeah. You know? So it, yeah. it just started with little things, just little things. But again, it's all about that picture of, you know, what is your best life? And a really great clue for that and giving yourself self love is when you go on vacation, when you travel. Because again, that's the time when we're like, I'm living my best life. I'm on vacation. I'm going right. to do this. I'm going to do that. So what are those small things that you or big things that you can bring back from your travel to your regular life?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. I mean, you, you have to figure out how to create the life that makes you the most comfortable. And when you're finding pieces of that, slices of that, mm-hmm. as you go outside your comfort zone, you got to bring it back. And I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Even in having this conversation, I don't know if I ever even thought about it like that. I think some of those things I've naturally done, even mm. just with artwork. A lot of my artwork around my house is like from different Travel. countries or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's like a natural like reminder when I walk past different things. Like when I see this every day, I'm like, oh yeah, Colombia, that was great. You know, it <laughs> just kind of yes. you yes. know. And, but I never really thought to outline it the way you just did. Mm -hmm. because now now you can share that with other people like hey this is what you can do you know especially those who are scared to travel you know, yes. Like, well, what would I try? What would I get out of it? Well, this is an example, right? <laughs> this is <laughs> a, a very example. solid example. Like, <laughs> example. like you can take slices from everywhere and then create a whole new life for yourself, new reality for yourself. I love that. Absolutely. So,
1: because yeah. even those small changes, as you know, Nadine, I mean, we're talking about the artwork and I, you know, I have examples here too, from Trinidad and stuff, and I'll give you a, a, a story in a second. Okay. But, um, Even those small changes, you know, that give you that happy little jolt, you know, as you go about your day, as you say, you pass by your artwork and you remember and you smile, you know, and it brings you back to that place. That alone, bringing that good feeling into your body, it just does so much. You don't realize that it does so much, but, you know, chronic stress is real. Stressful Mm -hmm. lives are real. And if you can even bring that little glimmer of your day where you just, you're like, oh, you look at that artwork and you're like, "Oh, I remember my trip to Colombia. It was fantastic. I got to I saw your um, Instagram reel of you dancing. Uh, you yes. know like, oh, that's stuff. You, you bring back all those really yes. awesome memories, yeah. right? Yeah. So even that little glimmer, it just does so much. It feels good in your body. Yes. You know, that is that is self-love. You know, just yeah. remembering those good times and bringing those wonderful feelings into your body is really good. Yeah. So So let me tell you my story. Mm -hmm. So I have a piece of artwork that I bought, uh, gosh, 2006. And this was actually in Trinidad because I lived in Trinidad as an adult for about mm, almost a year, actually. Almost a year. I did. And bought this piece of artwork. I just loved the colors in it. Right. I was like, oh, it's so colorful. It's pretty. I love it. I love it. I love it. Fast forward 2015 or 16, somewhere around there, just moved into the new house, you know, finally framed this artwork because it was rolled up, you know, like I didn't get it framed or anything. Finally framed this artwork and looked at the title of the artwork and the artist. I knew it was a Trinidadian artist, but I never really looked at it. I just loved the colors and I bought it. Yeah, It is titled Carnival, like literally titled Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so funny for me because now that, you know, Caribbean carnivals have become such a big part of my life with events by Ashe and, you know, taking groups to experience it, it's just like, wow, I had carnival with me all of these years oh <laughs> in okay. an artistic representation, Yay. right? But every time I look at it, again, it brings back that really happy and joyous feeling, oh you know? And for me, it's just like, it's just the Caribbean in a frame, yeah, you know? And, and yeah. all of the love that I have for my Caribbean roots and my Caribbean culture and taking people to experience the Caribbean, whether it be on a retreat or a carnival trip or whatever the case may be, that just reminds me every time I look at it. You know, and it hangs right here in my office. You know, I, I see it every single day, and I was like, "Huh, never even read the title of the artwork, didn't work." Right.
0: You know? Isn't that the thing? <laughs> I mean, it, it just kind of shows how life automatically aligns itself. Like once you yes. put things out there, is like this is this is what this is what I want,
1: mm-hmm. and then you start
0: to see things just start to align. The smallest things, and it just feels like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be." <laughs>
1: Let's yes, say. absolutely. Absolutely. So that was my my little story there.
0: I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank <laughs>
1: you. <laughs> so we have the last way. Okay. And this one is a good one, too. So when you travel, you give yourself permission to have fun. Mm. And this one, it's interesting because, you know, as... Even as we're kids, we're taught to pay attention, pay attention in class. It's time to be serious. And we take that to heart so much as adults as we get older (laughs) that the fun gets pushed out of our lives
0: somehow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And we don't even remember what it was like to have fun after getting stuck in our little routines. And, you know, this one is really, really important because when you travel you actually give yourself permission to have fun yeah yeah you really do it's strange you don't give us we don't give ourselves permission to have fun in our regular life but we give ourselves permission to have fun when we're on vacation you know you let loose when you're on vacation you find fun things to do oh what can i get into today you know what yeah. tour am i going to go on today yeah. oh let me go river rafting oh let me go get a you know mud bath somewhere you know <laughs> like we we think about all of the fun things when we're on vacation, we laugh more, we feel lighter, you know, um, and the more, fun you have, the more good feelings you have in your body, the more you're laughing, the more you're releasing and relieving yourself of all that stress. That is a very radical act of self-love, especially as an adult, right? That is really what I think of as the gift of self-love, you know, laughing, having fun, enjoying yourself. That's a gift of self-love, you know? You're you're giving yourself permission to feel all of this, those good feelings and to feel joy and to feel un she restrained by the you know
0: shackles of society. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, right. And that's
1: the power of travel, right? That's the yeah. power of travel.
0: That is definitely <laughs> it. I would so agree it's and it's so interesting because why don't we give ourselves the the, the permission to have fun? You know what I, I mean? Know. It's like you said I, in the beginning, we mm-hmm. have this 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 trophy, this denial trophy. Or this denial badge that we love to walk around with, like I've denied myself this and now I am great. And it's right. just like, but no, you're not happy. <laughs> you're not happy. You're, you're so not, unhappy, you're right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, like yeah, you've you have
0: three hours of sleep, but now you're cranky and you're rude and you're mean, and I don't even want to be around you. So personally. right, you're taking
1: it, it out on everybody else. Like yeah, seriously, you yeah, get some sleep. Really Take a nap.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So giving like giving yourself permission to have fun on vacation really should start to lead back to I need to give myself permission to feel what I felt in on vacation every day you know every or as single often day as possible yeah
1: absolutely and for this may you know um, strike a nerve with some people I'm not talking about Netflix in for five hours okay no. <laughs> I think as North Americans, our ideas of fun have become so streamlined and Mm. so, frankly, basic. They've become so basic, right? So it's what is convenient as opposed to what is actually fun right? What is actually making you feel good, making you laugh, making you smile. So no, I'm not talking about a Netflix marathon. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) I'm not talking about scrolling through Instagram on your phone, scrolling through reels. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about true, genuine fun, whatever that looks like for you. And I'll give you a personal example. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more about indulging in my hobbies. Like I love doing puzzles. I love sewing. I love creating with my hands, right? That is for me, that is fun. And it works a different side of my brain, right? Um, But whatever it looks like for you. And if you're thinking, I don't even remember what it's like to have fun that is okay because by being open and being curious about what is actually fun for you and trying new things is actually self-love too. So that is just fine.
0: (laughs) Sometimes when we look at media, and that's all media, streaming media and social mm-hmm. media. But mm-hmm. When you get caught up with media, it's really a more of an escape. Like, a, um, a, I don't want to say mindless escape because it sounds so bad. But it's a, I mindless, know, right? <laughs> it's a mindless escape. You know, it can be fun for, for a little while. But it's, it's a, you know, I mean, of course, there's funny reels and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't require you to really find the core of what brings you joy. It yes. just requires you to watch someone else's joy. Watch what mm-hmm. someone else is doing, you know, maybe you are laughing at that or entertained by that, but it does not really give you the source of your own joy. So, absolutely.
1: Your own joy. Yeah. I think that's, that oh. just hits it right on the head, yeah. Nadine. Agreed. Yeah. It doesn't bring you back to what lights you up. What is right. fun for you? What brings you joy? You're absolutely right. It doesn't quite hit that mark, you know? Right. And it's, as you said, um, going back to what you were saying about zoning out. Yeah. Um, there's times where I feel like some of these forms of entertainment have almost turned us into zombies or it's oh. trying to turn us into zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a zombie a- a- apocalypse or anything like that. Okay. People <laughs> look, don't be DMing me saying you were talking about zombie. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the whole zoning out piece and being. Right completely disconnected emotionally emotionally from the activity that you're taking part in, right. right? Whether it's scrolling through social media or you know zoning out in front of Netflix. And those things have their places, right? They yeah. have their places, mm-hmm. but that should not be the only source of your fun. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't let that be the only source of yeah. your fun, right? Yeah, <laughs>
0: because that in yeah. itself is limiting, right? Because Absolutely. now you're, you're, you're limiting- Physical movements, you know, you're li- you're limiting your interaction with the world around you. Like it's just limiting, and mm-hmm. it's not. It doesn't require you to do anything. And it, might it does, feel not, require yes. right? it
1: does yes. not require your engagement, right? Oh, it does not require your engagement. Social that. in real, true social interaction where you're talking with somebody requires engagement, right? You know, you're being completely engrossed in putting together a puzzle or doing a craft or doing something with your hands requires engagement yeah. right so yeah the zoning out does not require any engagement at all no it
0: doesn't it doesn't <laughs> and then you you kind of lose yourself in that because you're 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 kind of over i think overly entertained with what else is going on with other people but I do feel like there's also the side where those are the people who are, are living their lives to entertain you and you're missing yours. You
1: know? Absolutely. <laughs> you're standing by in your own life while you're watching everybody else live theirs. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and the other danger. piece, yeah. and I know this will strike a nerve as well. A lot of us complain that we don't have enough time. Hmm. You have time for what you want to make time for.
0: That's true.
1: I'll say it again. You have time what you want to make time for.
0: (laughs) That's so true. It's so true. It's
1: so true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the hours you spend scrolling on Instagram, that's time you could have used doing something else. Yeah. The Netflix binge that you did, that's time you could have used doing something else. That's really going to feed your soul. That's going to engage your brain. That's going to actually, that you're actually going to enjoy. So if your first thing is saying, well, I don't have time to do this. Really think about, what are you doing with your time
0: yeah it's so true that is so true because it's like you know sometimes we get overwhelmed and, and we want that that minute of just like okay i don't want to think about anything let me just scroll let me just
1: absolutely do
0: but then that has to it has to come to an end right it has to it has to stop at some point so that way you can kind of recalibrate and get to that place where it's just like all right let me let me figure out what i need mm-hmm. you know what i need to 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 feel good you know not just to not just to release the feeling of being stressed, but also to fill myself feel back good. up into the feeling of feeling good. Yes. Because you know? that's something yes. different. And I don't, I don't think we really talk about that enough, but that's like something different. It's, it's one thing to, oof, let me get rid of what I don't like. But you have to intentionally look for bringing back in what you do like.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Giving yourself permission to do that on vacation then should open your eyes to how can I do that back in my life? regular life, my day-to-day, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. She gave us all the gems. I mean, I I love this conversation because I'm just like, this is so deep because we don't talk about the value of travel enough, you know? Right. Um, I'm big on solo travel. I feel like people have to have some time To go and do something by themselves, like not just, okay, well, I did go to a restaurant or this step of myself or whatnot. I mean, those things are good too, and those things Mm -hmm. take a lot of courage as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But to actually plan something for yourself, decide what you are going to enjoy without the input of anybody else, you know, what you're going to attend. And mm-hmm. how you're going to engage with people that you don't know, or do you even engage in all? At all, or do you have so much fun with yourself, which I do, that you don't have to? You don't I'm,
1: need anybody else. You're I'm like, I-
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm cracking jokes in my head, like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it, it might be weird to, to the outside, to the outsider who has never experienced, you know, mm-hmm. being enjoying being by themselves. Yeah, but. It, it really is an opportunity for you to find that center of joy. And Absolutely, center of joy is directly connected to self love, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yes, yeah. completely agree with you, one hundred percent. And it really was um, one of the reasons that I created the Ultimate Girls Getaway, which is our uh, retreat that we're doing next year um, for professional Black women. You know, nice. it's a group trip. However, okay. you mm-hmm. are encouraged to spend time with yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. We have those pockets of time because the intention of the trip is for you to not need a vacation from a vacation. And it's also to all of the reasons I like to call them to recharge, to reset, revitalize yourself and really get back to the core of your joy. Like whatever that is, right. We just have so many demands on our time as we were talking about time, including self-inflicted demands on our time, hence scrolling on Instagram or (laughs) binging Netflix (laughs) um, that we don't have, The space to really get back to that core of our joy, and I like that term, Nadine. I really do. The core of our joy, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love that. This
0: this sounds amazing. Okay, so give us more information on that. Like, how can we sign up? Like,
1: yes, yes, definitely. So, um, all of our information is on our website website at ultimategirlsgetaway.net. Um, and on our website, you can actually sign up for a full YouTube series on these three ways to experience self-love through travel. Um, it is a series that I absolutely loved creating. Oh my gosh. I had so much sense. fun just, you know, filming those videos and talking about self-love through travel and it yeah. goes deeper in terms of the three, uh, in regards to the three ways that I shared today with you all. Yeah. Um, and it's completely free. So you can sign up for that on the website. And then also on the website, you can find out more information about the Ultimate Girls Getaway that we're doing. The next Ultimate Girls Getaway that we're doing. Yes. I
0: love that. <laughs> and I love that you have space for the group and for the individual, because I feel mm-hmm. like that is a, a, the perfect balance for one, those who are like, you know, I need support in trying to figure out what this looks like for me. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes with solo travel, you, you if someone else is not there, maybe you you do need that support from that. But that person, of course, has to be in that space as well. But mm-hmm. having people around to kind of create that atmosphere, I think, is amazing. And then giving people also the space to say, OK, now it's about you, you know, go off and and, and here you are. Here, here's Absolutely. your space, you know, that, yeah. that can be really, really cathartic. Like being able to have both, you know, at the same time, intentionally, you know, created an intentionally created space to, you know, just kind of sift through whatever emotions, whatever realities, just whatever I think is amazing.
1: It was very, very intentional. Like the curating of this getaway was very, very intentional um, because I definitely wanted it to be a complete retreat. Not just like a a partial, you know, on the surface kind of retreat, you know, where you kind of, you get a massage, you know, you get this, you get that. I wanted it to be deeper than that. And I also wanted it to be in a safe space for these Mm -hmm. women where they are supported and supporting each other, Mm -hmm. you know, in their solo journeys and, you know, coming together as a group at different points throughout the retreat as well. So it it was very intentionally curated in that way Mm -hmm. um, to give the space and the time for us as Black women to really 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 get to the core of our joy I love that I love it (laughs) core of our joy listen you can use
0: it girl you can use it (laughs)
1: Every time i use something like as my girl nadine said from traveling black women listen core of my joy yes i love it
0: yes I love it. yes that is, that's exactly <laughs> what everything is connected to your self-awareness your self-love your your self-control like everything really re- result in in my purview in my in, in my perspective everything revolves around where you source your joy you know? Yes. And when yes. I realized for me that it was travel, that was it. Right. was when I moved back, when I moved back from Abu Dhabi. And mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I'm going to keep traveling. It's no big deal. I'm over here by Atlanta airport. Like, we're good. But when I started to realize, like, there were so like you talked about your friends earlier, you know, having conversations that just felt so limiting. That's what I came back to. And here it is. I've just spent three and a half years living abroad. So my my whole mindset has completely changed, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and within that time I'm also traveling to different places in Asia and other places in the middle East, you know, in Europe. And I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing life. I'm seeing all these different things. I'm like, Oh, I like this. And, you know, I'm understanding this about Islam and I'm understanding this about, you know, so there's all these different or new understandings that you have and you come back and you hear people have conversations that you were once a part of and you're like that's actually not true you know right it, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> it is the
1: strangest thing right yes. it is yes. the strangest <laughs> feeling you are absolutely right because once you shift mm-hmm. you can't go back exactly you exactly. really can't go back once right. your your limited view has shifted and you can envision a a a life of more abundance and a life without limits, Mm -hmm. you really can't shift back. So when you come back to those old conversations, you're kind of like, hmm. Yeah. That, no, not there anymore. Yeah. That's not where I'm at. And it's not saying that you're better than people or, you know, but, I think that's the natural ebb and flow of life as you grow, as you see different things, as you were saying, and as you shift your perspective, right? Once you see those examples we were talking about earlier, those representation examples, and you have that bigger vision, Mm -hmm. you know, and you shift, it's really, really
0: hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard to ignore it. It's really hard to go back. Because you find yourself thinking like, well, I saw them do it like, you know, you just find yourself thinking about how other people have lived their lives. You know, how other people have done things. You know, I run an Airbnb. My Airbnb is ran like how it's run overseas. When Mm. I go to Airbnbs overseas, there are certain things that are just available, certain ways that the host interacts. You know, there are just certain things that make me feel more like I am renting someone's home than... I'm just here. Right. And I've used that same concept to run my Airbnb. And the reviews that I get is like, this is the best host ever. And I'm like, Oh my God. Thank you. I know. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and now of course, you know, you always have a, a couple hard issues here and there and that's life. Yes. But you know, I, I love when I get that feedback that's just like, wow, you were such an amazing host or wow. Thank you. And I'm thinking in my mind, it's like, that's because I've seen how this can look in other places. Mm -hmm. And how people can, you know, feel that sense of hospitality in other places Mm -hmm. and that sense of autonomy. Because most of the places that I've rented abroad were so easy to check in and check out Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, that's a really good um, technique. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll do that in my Airbnb. So just little things that you kind of learn just based on how other people do things, you know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Staying
0: open to that is exactly what you're talking about. Yep. That that's that that way to love yourself enough to say, I actually like doing it this way instead of that way. I thought this was the only way. But now that I know that there's more, I'm going to go for
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. That giving yourself permission. Right. It goes back to that permission piece, giving yourself permission to think about something differently and apply it to your own life in spite of. What you may have been conditioned to do, despite what you may have been told is the right way to do, despite what everybody else is doing around you, yeah. that, yes, is self-love. Oh Absolutely.
0: My goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I feel like this conversation needs to be had more and more and more. Uh, Agreed. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is what I do in my own life. If I come, I read a lot. Uh I read a lot. If I come across something that really struck me or I was like, ooh, I need to apply this to my own life, I will read it over and over and over, or listen to it over and over yeah. and over again, because um, one of the laws of learning is repetition. Yes. Right? Yes. And you learn when you hear something over and over again. And then conversely, it works if you hear something negative over and over and over again, right. Right. you absorb that as well. So, why not hear something positive? over and over and over again so you can learn it get the lesson and apply it to your own life so yes. share it multiple times. I know I will be sharing it multiple times yes. because I think this conversation is needed and it was just fantastic. yes
0: girl it was definitely needed I mean <laughs> you know just thinking about how many how many times I talk about travel being so cathartic and just a, the opportunity to just change and shift your whole reality that I'm like yes. Somebody else gets it. Isha gets it. (laughs) Nadine gets it. (laughs) That the world, girl, (laughs) right? We just
1: need the two of us, and we just need to broadcast it out there. Send it out to the masses.
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Because otherwise, you find yourself like you know you don't you don't want to be a gatekeeper, and you want you want. The community of the community of women, community of black women, you just want people to feel good and it's like if i if I can find something that can help you get out of a rut, get out of a you know bad routine, mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. I want to share that absolutely.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Yes, yes. share multiple what,
0: ways. Yeah, that's what the <laughs> retreat sounds like. So I'll be there. <laughs> I will be there, girl. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love um, it. I love it. No, well, Miss Isha, I thank you so much for this amazing conversation. This was great. I really feel like, you know, we touched on a lot of things that aren't talked about too often in travel. Like kind of the deeper side of travel. Like, of course, travel is pretty and nice. And, oh, look at the blue water. Oh, I got this little tiny bikini. You know, and all the other things that, that draw people to travel. But ultimately, there's a whole deeper side that I think we really need to continue to consider. So that way we can kind of get out of our own limitations. You know, I, I posted on um, uh, threads the other day that mm-hmm. part of my purpose with traveling Black women Is to get us away from the double consciousness that we all look through, you know, just Mm. the idea like this is how the world sees me. So this is how I'm supposed to be. And we don't recognize that we do that consciously. Not a lot of us. You know, when we have conversations like this, then it starts to open our minds or our eyes at doing this. But really, we don't really think about it. We're we're always Mm -mm. looking at ourselves through someone else's expectations, just like we said in the beginning. So Mm -hmm. to be able to kind of peel back those expectations and get to the core of like, this is this is what I want, what I need, Mm -hmm. whatever out of life and and, and just figure it out and just feel better and feel good and and whatever else, you know, is is something that that really needs to be put on the forefront a little bit more. So
1: Mm -hmm. so I agree. I agree. (laughs) And um, that whole double consciousness that you were talking about, um, the whole piece about living authentically. You know, living that single consciousness life, right? Where you are yourself. Yes. Because that is more than enough. Yes. Right? It is more than enough. Right? Oh yes. Yes. It's yes. And you know. I know, right? Because I'm about to go down a whole rabbit hole. You know I'm about to go down a whole rabbit (laughs) hole again. So I'ma say you're welcome, Nadine. And thank you for having me because I'm about to go down a whole that whole authenticity (laughs) piece girl.
0: Oh (laughs) people. Well, we can do this again and we can jump into that again <laughs> and, and do a whole other hour and jump into all of that again. I would love it.
1: <laughs> That's a whole other topic, right? right it's literally right. a whole other topic.
0: But it is another topic. It's connected though. It's definitely connected.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. And as a final inspiration, I have a quote from Audrey Lord. You probably already know it. But caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. So I'm going to repeat that first part again. Yes. Some of you may already know it. Maybe not. But if you don't, write it down. <laughs> caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is mm. self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. Yes. I want you to marinate on that. Yes. Feel that out. See what that means for you, how that feels in your body. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. So, thank you again, Isha. And thank you all for tuning in.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having
0: me.